from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio, this is the Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. Hello and welcome to another fun-filled, exciting episode of the Hammer Down Racing Report coming at you live, unless you're listening to us on uh, the iHeartRadio app. For Thursday, January 12th. What? It's not the 12th. 18th. Yeah. I have the 24th on my sheet, and I don't know what the hell I was thinking there. God, come on, man. <laughs> and we can't hear you. Hold on. There we go. There we are. Yeah. No, you don't have me yet. Yeah, ah, we do. Now I'm on. I'm not, we're not used to not having a guest in the studio. So uh, lots to cover on the show tonight. Coming to you from the Romula Race Car Studio. You need any race car parts, service, any uh, of that fun stuff, give Ron a call. 734-856-7223. That's 856-RACE. There you go. On the show tonight, we're going to be speaking to uh, Dave Mazzillo. Mazzillo. Dave. Are you there, Dave? Mazzillo. Mazzillo. Yeah, okay. Oh, we'll, we'll be right back with you. Dave Mazzilla on the phone there from uh, Bearfield uh, Motorsports Park uh, talking about the Grocery Getter Classic coming up in September. And also we'll talk to him about uh, 2018 plans for the track. Uh, on the show a little bit later, we're going to be talking to Nick Rice, uh, the uh, director promoter of the American Ethanol Racing Series, mostly based up there in Michigan. But they, they've stepped outside of that just a bit. They're expanding. Yeah. It's a nice series. And uh, more and some more uh, postponed winter racing events uh, closer to home here. Uh, we'll talk more about that uh, later. But uh, how about we get uh, get to this Grocery Getter Classic stuff right now? It's time. All right. Dave, thanks for joining us. Hey, appreciate you having me on. So, uh I guess we want to start off with uh, the Grocery Getter Classic because this caught our eye when, when this was first announced. Um, how did this – well, I guess first we should uh, explain to our listeners what exactly it is, and then if you could uh, tell us how this concept came about. Well, I'm always trying to figure out new ideas to bring new entertainment to racing, and, well, I think this is a – so far it's a pretty good idea. Uh, what – Explain to our listeners the basic format. Well, you take a regular street car, you take the side windows out and the back glass, the headlights and taillights. Uh, we're going to let you take the Cadillac converter off and put a straight pipe in as long as the buffer stays on. Uh, no roll cage, no safety seat. You leave the interior in, and uh, AM, FM radio must work that way because we have an FM transmitter that we can communicate with the cars. That's what we were thinking. Yep. Just go and have a lot of fun with the 500 cars on a uh, half-mile track, which pretty decent, pretty, de- pretty decent payoff, if I remember right. Yeah, it's uh, 50000 to win. Uh, we're paying back half the field, which is going to be two fifty. dollars uh, Still working on that payoff. It's, you uh, you take $100,000 and try to get it between everybody, That's that's a challenge there. And I guess the the starting lineup is going to be for 500 cars. They're they're five wide, 100 cars deep. Basically, Ron wants to know, how are you going to fit 500 cars on the track if you get 500 entries? Five wide, and we'll still have 155 feet left at 22 feet less per car. That's how we have a feet rule on the car. You did a lot of math on this. Well, yeah, I think we kind of... You, you did some math we, on that, we too. We came around that, yeah. We, we figured a couple hundred feet. So you could throw in some more cars, probably. How, yeah, how are we're going to cap it at 500. Okay. How are you going to score that? Yeah, that that uh, sounds... Wow. I'm being told by Westhold that we will be able to score 500 cars, no problem. With our really? Really? 
That's pretty cool. Congratulations yeah, to the Westhold folks. <laughs> so, I wouldn't do it if I didn't have transponders. 500 of them? Yeah. Oh, wow. That'll be a test of that system. Uh, so this is going on September 22nd and 23rd there at Bearfield. And uh, Bearfield's located over in Fort Wayne, about an hour and a half uh, from Toledo. Um, what time is does this actually start? What time is the green flag drop? Because this is a 24-hour race. Green flag flies at 12 o'clock high noon on Saturday. So it's going to end then at noon on Sunday, right? Correct. Or when the last car dies. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I expect at least 150 to 200 cars at the end. Wow. I, I think that's, that's reasonable. I, no, I, that's so? reasonable. Okay. If you're starting 500, uh, yeah. What's been the response so far? Uh, the response has been huge. Uh, I've heard from every state except Oregon, <laughs> uh, which really blows my mind because we're still eight and a half months away, and I've got 46 entries already. I'm just... Wow. It's Yeah, that's just unbelievable. So it, is, is this, this is going to be running any weather, I'm assuming? So if it rains, it, that doesn't matter, it's still going on? Well, being Indiana, we're going to run it rain, shine, or snow. Excellent. And, and September, any of those possibilities. <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, here's, a, here's a question that, uh, that had come up. I, I know I was talking to some different people. Um, you got to have four. Each team has to have four drivers, right? Correct. Can a driver come late, or do they all have to be there when the green flag drops at noon? Nope, they can come in anytime they want, drive the car, get out, let the next guy in. So you're going to have somebody work in the gates all night long? Correct. So if somebody works second shift, uh, they could come in after they're done working and, and, and fulfill your four-driver requirement? Correct. The, the Speedway will actually... Be the first time in Speedway history that the track will actually operate for a 24-hour period. Concession stands, ticket booths, everything. One announcer? Uh, I think I got three guys that want to uh, bark over the PA system. Oh, boy. Gluttons for punishment there. How? Yeah, it's, it's going to be quite exciting. How's, the, how's your staff, uh, as far as you know, all the workers you have, uh, feel about the 24-hour deal? Are they excited about it? I got a couple says they're not going to work all the time, but then I got quite a few of them says I'm going to work all 24 hours. Oh my! <laughs> all right. So, uh, how did how did this uh, come about though? I mean, did you guys get this idea from someone else or somewhere else or see it or how 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 did this come together? Oh, I had one of my guys that works with me says we really need to do it an enduro race. I says everybody seems to be doing enduro races. Let's do something different. So the next day, I came up with this idea. Well, Has anybody ever told you you're kind of a sick puppy? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> this is amazing. It really is. Fifty grand, though. What kind of what kind of crowd do you think is going to show up for this? And do you, are people going to be watching this for the whole twenty four hours, or do you expect like uh, people just coming and going? I w- I expect just people to keep. I'm going to go in as the day and the night continues. Okay. Uh, it's going to be more curiosity for a lot of people than anything. I, I bet you a lot of people show up, though, Sunday morning to just to, to see the end of it. 
I would say our biggest response would probably be the first two hours of it, and then probably the last two hours. Now, now would somebody be able to, uh, you know, as, as a spectator, come for the start and then, uh, you know, get a stamp or something and then come back the next day to, to watch the end, or, or how, how are you handling that? Yeah, once you buy the admission tickets, which is we're keeping the price at $10 a person. Wow, that's uh, pretty that's fair. Good all the way till the end. Congratulations on that. Now, is there is there any kind of car that you could not enter? Uh, the only thing you can't enter is anything that has a truck-based chassis, like an SUV. Okay. And what's the reasoning for that? Uh, heavier frame, so that means you can... Battering ram enter. capabilities. Ah. Correct. So if somebody wanted to get, uh, get entered in this, uh, where can they get more information or an entry for this? Uh, they can go to the uh, website, which is uh, BearfieldMotorPark.com. Okay. And how how long uh, are up? I guess will you be taking entries right up until the the race, assuming you didn't get to the 500 mark yet? The correct. The entries will stop the two the Wednesday before the race. Okay. But what? with the response we've been getting, I expect this race to probably be filled up by end of May, first of June. Well, I'm definitely excited about it. At least, if I don't get the race in, at least watching it, this is going to be something different. That's for sure. Uh, what else? What else we got on tap for uh, 2018 at at Bearfield? Uh, we got major, major racing going on. We got the uh, all four of the CRA divisions coming in this year. We got a hundred lap race for our late models, a hundred lap race for our street stocks. We got sprint cars coming in, winged or not winged. Uh, wing sprint cars. Cool. Will that uh, be the Will that be the must see series or? Uh, that will be the auto value. Okay. Series. Yep. Uh, then we got the uh, iCar All Star Modified Tour coming in and racing. Okay. And it, these are all on the asphalt, I'm assuming, correct? Uh, correct. Are any plans uh, for the dirt track? Please. Uh, we, we put the dirt track in mothballs for this year because. We've got so much fixing of our facility that it's just been it's been slack for quite a while, and it's just age is starting to catch up with things, and we got a lot of work to do. Okay, so so no dirt track racing in 2018, but is there the possibility maybe the following year to uh, to give that a shot again? Correct. We've got an awful lot of dirt racers that listen to us, so I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of groans out there right now. <laughs> yeah, some of the guys understand what we're what we're doing it takes a lot of time to prep that track it takes three days prior to the event to prep that track and where it only takes a half hour to prep the track for the asphalt we understand <laughs> yeah. it's just a lot of time consuming and we've got i don't know if you guys have been over to the facility but we got some major fixing to do I haven't been. I used to live out in Bryan many years ago, probably the early '80s, and that was probably the last time I got to Bear Field. But uh, um, if if I don't get out there for one of your regular shows, definitely going to be out there for the grocery getter thing. Okay, well, I'll be glad to have you. All right, we appreciate uh, you giving us some time tonight. Hey, I appreciate you having me on. All right, uh, we'll, we'll maybe we'll touch base with you later in the season, see where we're at as far as entries and everything uh, for the grocery getter. Like maybe late summer. How's that? Okay, that sounds like a plan, guys. All right, thanks. Talk to you soon. Okay, thank you. Bye. Bye bye.
Dave Mazzillo from uh, Bearfield Motorsports Park talking about the Grocery Getter Classic. I know you were, the first time I told you about it, you were all excited about it. You're like, how are they going to pay $50,000? That's a lot of money. Yeah. But it is 500 to enter for a team. you got to have four drivers, and uh, I believe the rules are also on their uh, Facebook page, too. Right. So, And I think we have that link done on the Hammerdown Motorsports Report Facebook page as well. So, yeah, cool stuff. You, are you going to be racing in that? What's the date? Saturday and Sunday uh-huh. in September? Uh-huh. Boy, that'd be a toughie. Well, you could get uh, someone to uh, pull your car to the track. Well, we don't even have a schedule for uh, 2018 for Oakshade, at least. So you, you you never know. That'd be a toughie. <laughs> but, it, no, I, I think it'd be a great – it'd be a blast. I, I really think it'd be a lot of fun. Go out there for the start. Go to Oakshade for uh, the uh, the evening and then uh, head back out there and watch the race, the rest of it. Yeah. Just an idea. You could certainly get your fill of racing. Yeah. All right. Uh, how about we give uh, Nick a call here? Uh, we're going to talk American ethanol racing. They got two um, classes, two uh, tours, tours, I guess they're two, calling them the American yeah, ethanol correct. late model tour, the American ethanol modified, modified tour. tour. Um, I believe that was it the modified tour that started first. I guess we could ask him. But I, I think I the late model tour started first, was that and first then the mods. The mods but okay, I think it started in 2015. But uh, that series has definitely grown up, especially this past year. It has, and I'm sure Nick will be able to clarify that. All right. Well, how about uh, give yourself another plug while I give uh, Nick a sure. call here? Let me get uh, Nick on the horn. Ron Miller Race Cars. We can take care of any of your repairs. We have. Uh, a lot of expertise in safety equipment have dealt with that for a lot of years. So if you need anything from the newly required head and neck restraints, uh, anything you need safety equipment-wise, be glad to help you out. And we don't just specialize in... in Please check the number and dial again. I think I, I was slow dialing. Oh, Scott. My bad. Try again. Anyway, um, we, we're not just circle track. We do street cars, drag cars. Just about anything you need. How you doing over there, Scott? Doing good. Pushing buttons. Really? Mm-hmm. Pushed them all that time. Well, I don't hear anything. It's it's working. It's thinking about it. It's okay. Oh, there, there we go. You got to be patient. Patient. Oh. Hi, is this Nick? It is. Nick, this is Scott Hammer, Ron Miller from the Hammerdown uh, Racing Report. How are we doing, guys? Wonderful. Excellent. How are you doing? Oh, we're doing all right. We're looking we're forward right. to Busy. spring already. <laughs> uh, your wife says... Oh, we got everybody. Your wife says happy birthday, by the way. She sent me a message and told me to me- mention that. So happy birthday. <laughs> oh, I appreciate it. Yeah, Matt Shipley says happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, actually, we were just talking uh, a little bit before we called you here about the American uh, Ethanol uh, Late Model Tour and the Modified Tour. Um Kind of going over a little bit of the history of it. Uh, why don't you give us a, a better idea of the uh, the history of the series, both series? Yeah, sure. Uh, well, the first series was the uh, the late model. Late model started in uh, 2015. Um, so, guess prior to that, we didn't really have much of a late model tour here in the state of Michigan. Um, so, 2015, we kicked off. We did a total of nine dates. Um, 
And that was, it was all good. It was it was a good first year. Yeah, it was all in the state of Michigan. Okay. And when did the the modified uh, come about then? We just finished the first season of the modifieds here in 2017. So um, we picked up. Yeah, we we picked up. Well, we had the Michigan Dirt Cup modifieds here for That's years. That's what I was thinking they, of. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, of. All right. When when they announced, you know, when they announced that they weren't weren't going to move forward anymore, you know, we we knew a lot of those guys, and we uh, we decided that we would we would pick them up and and give them some place to run, and it was a very successful first year. The American Ethanol Series, it's, it's the ethanol group is not just a, a series sponsor. They're very involved with what we do. Uh, can you tell us uh, a little bit about their involvement? Yeah, a- absolutely. You know, we'll go back to, you know, the very beginning of this. You know, we know American Ethanol has always been, uh, you know, a very big advocate and supporter of NASCAR. Um, and this is the same group. Uh, my uh, my CEO at Carbon Green Bioenergy happens to be on the the board of directors with uh, Growth Energy, which makes up American Ethanol, um, along with Richard Sheldress and, and some of these other guys. And they were at a uh, at the dirt track of Charlotte, had a dirt track experience with Austin and Ty Dillon and and Richard Sheldress, and some of the board members were kind of standing around talking about you know what American Ethanol is doing with NASCAR. And, you know, how they kind of skipped over the, you know, the grassroots people in racing, you know, they skipped the dirt tracks and they went straight to the top and, and, you know, they were trying to figure out what, what is it that they're going to do to try to get back to our, our grassroots advocates. And, you know, my boss kind of raised his hand and he was, you know, give us a little bit of money and we'll try to figure out how to do it. (laughs) Do do you get, uh, I know when I was first uh, uh, talking about the series with, uh, with even my family, uh, uh, as far as American ethanol name, they, my my dad's like, does that do they all run ethanol? Is that what that means? Is that do you ever do you get that a lot or? Yeah, yeah, we do. We we don't so much anymore. I think you know we're we're a little bit more well known than what we were. You know, for us, it's about the education and promotion of ethanol. You know, and not just as a performance fuel because certainly it is, and we have a, a lot of guys that that do run it in our series. It's not required. Um, but we use it as a, as a way for us to educate, you know, the fans, the engine builders, uh, you know, small engine mechanics, and, and really get to those people and educate them on ethanol, um, you know, as a consumer fuel as well, you know, using it as a platform to get in front of, you know, thousands and thousands of people um, and be able to educate them on, on you know, our product and, and the many pros of, of using it. It just so happens that it is also a performance fuel, so it works really well for that. We've got uh, a, we actually have our own. Go ahead. We've got a street stock car running out of our shop that uh, raced on uh, pump E85 this summer, and, and I was very impressed. Um, the, the car ran yeah, well. Uh, the, no, no overheating issues. Uh, it ran real well. No, it runs runs really cool. You know, our uh, our, our inaugural champ there, Rich Neeser, in the late models. He was uh, he was the only guy running on just pump E85 year one, and he'd been running it a couple of years. But you know, it was pretty cool for us the first year of the late models to have the only guy running on E85 actually become our champion. <laughs> Now you had a pretty big uh, uh, 2017 season, uh, did you not? For for each series, yeah, no, we we did. We had a really good uh, year for late models. You know, we've been stepping up a little bit. Obviously, we raced a little bit out of state um, in 2017, being our, our first year that we did race out of state. We raced at Oakshade, 
Um, you know, we averaged 29 cars a show with our late models. We saw just about 110 different cars over over 12 races. Um, with the mod side, we had uh, 28 cars on average. We saw 99 different modifieds, and again, about a dozen races. And uh, you had a pretty big uh, uh, event there toward the end of the season, or it may have been the end of the season at Berlin when they uh, put the dirt on the track there. Yeah, that was that's a great venue to be in. You know, we we were excited to go there, and the fans really showed up. Uh, we did an event where it was our late models, our modifieds, and we had sod sprints there as well. And uh, you know, they packed packed that place out. It, it was a it was a great event. Uh, Jeep Van Warmer won that event with us. Nick, if any of the racers are interested in uh, the uh, more refined version of uh, ethanol is there a place where they could contact you or yeah yeah if you go to our tour website either one of them you know it'll list my cell phone on there certainly it'll give me my email as well um being at the ethanol plant you know anybody can come up and i can mix them something something special if they want something more than just pump e85 i can i can get them whatever they need what, what's uh the website address one of the websites uh, it's just the AELMT.com, just the acronym for the two or either one of them. There you go. AEMODT or AELMT. And you have Facebook pages for those series too. Yeah, we, we've been really strong in our media. That's something we've really focused on throughout the seasons. You know, we're essentially on, we're on everything. We're really active. We try to do news articles. Um, you know, we, we even went so far as Facebook living our banquet this last year, which was, which was kind of fun. Um, no, we, we are really got a big present on there. We actually have a, a, a new guy that we're going to have do all that stuff here this year for us. So we're going to be, we're going to be everywhere. We're going to be posting a lot. Um, you know, certainly you'll be able to get any information you want anything that's going on in the tour on any one of our social media pages. Who are your champions for 2017? 2017, Dona Marcoulier uh, was, again, our champion. He was in 2016 as well. And then the inaugural champion for the mods was Jacob Poole. Okay. Any uh, any additional tracks coming this year? Anything uh, that you're looking forward to? Yeah, late models, you know, we're turning more into a regional tour. You know, we stepped out of the state just a little bit there in 2017. Um, but there's actually going to be uh, seven tracks that we've never been to um, on the schedule in 2018. Well, that's pretty impressive. Can you say what those tracks are yet? Have you released a, a schedule? I haven't released a schedule. We're a couple of weeks out. I, I'm essentially waiting on two dates. You know, we've got a couple of tracks that have you know, announced that we're going to be there. Obviously, the, the Merritt Summer Showdown, they just announced that we're going to be there. That's always been a really big event for us. Um, I tried to do something kind of cool their schedule you know last year i did a, a cool little video reveal with the track logos and stuff i'm gonna try to do something a little different this year but um it's funny especially as the, the past three four weeks you know we've been getting a lot of buzz there's getting to be a lot of anticipation for the schedule come out i think we're going to kind of ride that way for a little bit i like that any, any hint uh, on when the, the first race is going to be we're going to be starting, you know, historically, especially with the late models, we didn't start till, you know, Memorial weekend or just after. Um, but we're looking to start, um, you know, the first week of May this year. So we're going to try to get some races under our belt before racing really kicks off in the state of Michigan. So that'll be, that'll be nice. How many, how many races uh, did each series run in uh, 2017? 
We we had a couple of a couple of rainouts. Um, how many how many were scheduled? Uh, I think it was fourteen apiece. Okay. That's pretty impressive. Right. You looking too. to uh, have more races scheduled this year, or about the same? Yeah, the, the the mods will be about the same. We might be fourteen, sixteen this year with our late models. Okay. And how many states? Uh, will you, can can you say how many states you're going to be in this year? Yeah, we'll be. Let's see. We'll be. I'll tell you. We'll be in Michigan, Indiana, Ohio, Illinois, and Oakshade this year. And really? O- and Oak, Oakshade's its own uh, state. I, apparently. Say, I say. I funny. I say Oakshade, <laughs> but I'll tell you we're. Ohio and Oakshade. Yeah, it's Ohio. We're so, not actually on Oakshade's schedule yet, Ron, so you're, you're going to have to call and harass them a little bit. So I can look forward to uh, being <laughs> evicted from my parking spot again? No, I, I, we're not currently on Oakshade's schedule. So oh, you will okay. have your parking spot yeah. as of this second. Well, you're, you're working with them, though, right? Um, I've, I've talked to them already, you know, Oakshade was a great event for us. If you remember with our late model, oh, we huge, had huge car count, yeah. huge car. Count. Yeah. But we, we, uh, it, I've talked to Christy, you know, we, we, we get along with them guys. All right. But we do things quite a bit different. You know, we bring in a lot of our own program and, and just some stuff doesn't really jive between, between the two of us. Um, certainly we enjoyed going there and, and it was great race and a great turnout. Um, they're kind of undecided whether we're coming back. So I can tell you, we anybody en- has some input from a racer's <laughs> standpoint. We enjoyed having you there. It you know, it's, it's a yeah, it's it was, a good it payoff. It's it was, a good show. Yeah, it was it was a, definitely a good event for us, and definitely a place we'd like to get back to at some point in time. Could have been your highest car count of the summer. Of, of existence for the late models. It was our highest car count ever. We were 49 cars for our championship event in uh, 2016, so we beat that by one at Oakshade. What does uh, the points uh, pay off at the end of the season? What's the championship pay off for each uh, of the tours? Uh, or is actually, that still? That down. <laughs> no, no, the late models The late models have been posted. We always post the nightly payout at the beginning of the season as well as the championship payout. Um, championship payout, you know, it's $10,000 to champ. Okay. It's like 8,000, 6,000, 4,000, you know, it's, it's a $50,000 total fund, uh, for the late models. It's five grand to win for the modified. I think there's like 15 grand in that pot. Okay. So with, with 16 shows scheduled, uh, for most teams, that's virtually a, a, a full season. Yeah, we're we're getting to the point where we're full season. We uh, mod nightly purse is going to stay about the same. You know, our late models. I've I've added a little bit more money into that. You know, we we offer uh, presenting sponsorship dollars as purse assistance for every show. Um, so we take a little bit of the burden off the track to have us. Um, I added a thousand dollars in at the top. I moved I moved second and third place up a little bit. But then I put the rest at the bottom. We're gonna be we're gonna be five hundred dollars to start every show with our late models in twenty eighteen. That's very good. Still on Hoosier tires. Listen, still on. Yeah, this is gonna still be on Hoosier tires. It's gonna be a little bit different. I mean, I don't know if you remember, but that whole UMP thing kind of made us look. Uh, <laughs> it, look it was crazy. <laughs> it was a crazy you summer know, we, for tires. We, we thought that we were playing it smart. You know, we were going to be no groove, no sight by the middle of summer. So we started our season off no groove, no sight. And then we were looking like we were going to sit pretty until 
you know what happened. They, they changed do. their mind, and and then they made us look foolish. So, uh, no, it's going to be close. You know, let's remember last year we had like a it was a six tire rule. You had to run the same set for for qualifying your heat, and then if you had to run a last chance race or, or B main, I think most people call it. Um, it's going to be the same thing this year, uh, but we're gonna we're gonna let them add uh, four tires at, at the feature and, instead of just uh, gambling on two. Um, more to try to help some of the guys that are coming in on, you know, say a used set to start. Um, you know, it, it, we found that it's forcing some of them smaller teams to have to buy two, at least two new tires to show where some teams, you know, frankly just can't afford it. Uh, because to come in on a used set and have to run that same two all night long, like the rule was this last year, um, you know, for some teams it just wasn't, wasn't really working. So. Grooving, siping, eight total tires. Uh, I think we're going to be 20s, 30s, 40s. We're not going to have a locked right rear this year. Cool. Sounds like pretty much straightforward UMP rolls. Yep, yep. I think the only difference is, you know, you got to run the same set for, for your qualifying heat race and last chance. But, yeah, for the most part. And a lot of that's due to, you know, in Michigan, a 30 is good. You know, we had a, a right rear 30 rule. Uh, actually, our first year, we were 30s all the way around. Right. Um, but starting to get out of the state of Michigan, those guys don't even buy 30s, or they probably couldn't even find a place to buy a 30 if they wanted to. So it really doesn't make sense to try to carry that right rear 30. Well, we hope uh, we hope uh, you can get the state of Oakshade to uh, agree to having a race uh, again because uh, it was fun watching you guys there. And uh, uh, cool to see you branching out to Indiana and Illinois, you know, outside of Michigan, too. So. How, yeah, no, it's exciting for us, you know, especially just being uh, being our fourth season. We uh, the biggest challenge is trying to keep this thing from not growing too fast. That that's um, that's you know, what, slow it down a little bit. How how big? Uh, I mean, ten years down the road, where would you like to see this uh, series? How big would you like to see it? You know, the the initial goal in the beginning was you know to start off as kind of a regional tour and then kind of you know, build out, you know, uh, and have a north, south, east, and west, you know, use ethanol plants throughout the country to kind of help facilitate um, the different, you know, the different little mini tours around here and and really have it focused around those plants. But then, uh, you know, this individual one is is kind of blown up a little bit faster than what we thought. And so it's hard to to say, you know, I'd like to keep it kind of where it's at but you know if we're gonna we're gonna be able to utilize the marketing that we're doing with it you know this is not my full-time job that's what i'll say (laughs) not yet it may become it yeah well (laughs) that's 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 what my boss keeps telling me he's like he's like oh you know if you could you'd you'd be doing the racing full-time i wouldn't be so which is funny you know well racing i've got zero experience i say zero experience so the length of the late model tour is how long i've been in racing period um i i didn't grow up at the track i you know i didn't have racing in my family um i started my marketing job and my boss said hey you want to run a late model tour (laughs) so are you hooked now nick i you know i i do enjoy it i enjoy the racing um i think i've got a little bit different perspective because i didn't grow up around racing you know and and running things i i tried to run more off my gut you know because i know that i don't know everything and actually, I've met a lot of people and, and got a lot of input, and people have, uh, have, have helped me out. You know, I needed it, especially in the beginning. You know, I didn't, 
I didn't know what a Hoosier Tiger was when I started. <laughs> um, but no, it's, it's been good. I like the networking side, you know, for me, not growing up around racing, every time we've got, you know, a, a guy in the tour that's never won before or has a good night, you know, I, I actually get excited about that, about somebody new. You know, I, I'm generally, you know, excited about these guys, you know, doing well and performing well. And, um, oh, it's fun. The top guys in your, in your series, uh, a wealth of information there, Rich and Dona and, you know, Spanky and, uh, oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Good guys, um, Spanky. Great. Yeah. Is that Eric, Eric Spangler. <laughs> okay, I did not know he <laughs> was Spanky. Spangler. I'll have to remember that. Yeah, he's he's notoriously Spanky. Yep. Okay. Definitely. Yep. Well, Nick, uh, again, happy birthday, and uh, thank you for taking t- taking some time uh, to talk with us. And uh, we'll have to get you back on, I guess, once uh, that uh, schedule comes out for 2018. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a couple weeks. Uh, go ahead, we'll we'll do it again. All right, cool. appreciate your time. Thank you, Nick. Yeah, thanks for thanks, guys. Appreciate it. You yep. bet. Bye. Bye. That's uh, Nick, Nick Rice. Rice. Nick Rice from the American uh, Ethanol Tour, the late model modifieds two classes there, and uh, sounds like they got a bigger uh, 2018. Sounds very impressive. Yeah. Branching out. Last year was the first time they uh, went outside the state of Michigan with uh, the race at Oakshade, which. As uh, he mentioned, was the their highest car count for the late model tour. I think it was fifty one cars. Was it that? It was a yeah. lot. I remember that. It was just. It was a night. It was great weather too. As I yeah, remember. I, I think it was one car less than whatever the summer national race was. So not too shabby. No. So hopefully uh, they can get things worked out there. But the, he said he's got an Ohio race. So there's some track. You know, I don't, is it Attica? Is it Fremont? Is it I, I Eldora? Know. Maybe I don't know. Millstream. Ooh. Are you listening, guys? Well, that'd be a shocker. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying that that's uh, anything. I haven't heard anything about that. I'm just saying that's a that's an idea I came up with. Boy. I like it. Sometimes I think of good things. i uh, got some uh, other news to uh, go through here real quick. If, if you hadn't heard, uh, Sandusky Speedway again uh, postponed the hang- hangover race. Last for, week. Was it the fourth time? Third time. Third time. Yeah. So You know, at... New Year's when that got Too cold. when that got froze out, I joked with the promoter that the way things were looking, we were going to have to name it the Groundhog Day 100, and it's almost there. We're getting close. Yeah, but yeah, I got uh, postponed. I guess uh, from what I saw, Kevin said that the there's a creek nearby, and when we had that thaw last the week was well, about a week ago now. Yes, uh, all that snow melted and flooded the creek, and then the water got everywhere and then froze. Now, I had talked with Kevin. Um, he explained that they tried to walk across the racetrack and it was so slippery that they couldn't even walk up the track. And of course, being as cold as it was, the salt, um, was useless. So th- they had no choice, but it would have been fun to watch. Bet me. <laughs> so yeah. But they, building race car bodies. There you go. It keep you in business. <laughs> we, we had a couple of busy weeks. Uh, so that's been rescheduled. The hangover race will now take place on Saturday, January 20th. That's this coming Saturday. That's this Saturday, yeah. two days from now. Racing starts at 1. Was it gates open at 9? Gates, at, gates laps, open at 9, hot 11. laps at 11, 40 degrees. Yeah, and no chance of, uh, I think it's supposed to be clear. Right. So. They're talking near 40 tomorrow uh, with brilliant sunshine. So I'm thinking the track will at least be maneuverable. I hope there's still snow on it. Or at least water. Something to make it slippery. It's fine with me. Yeah, I know. How many time champion are you? 
I don't know, four or five. Yeah, just a few. Uh, also uh, got postponed, and I didn't really see what uh, was going on with this. Uh, it's hard to get information from uh, Mid-Michigan Raceway Park, but their Whiteout 100 was also postponed. And uh, according to their Facebook page, it's going to be run on February 3rd now. I have some So in- that would be the Groundhog Race. Yes, it would. I've got some insight on right. that. Now, Mid-Michigan uh, has a dirt road that gets back to the track off of the main road, and they depend on it being frozen for them to get in. Well, with that thaw last weekend, um, they couldn't even get back to the track. It's like ice so. road truckers. That's it. That's it. <laughs> so we're hoping to get some either very dry weather or some cold weather so that they can get that show in the day after Groundhog Day. All right. So uh, it's still some winter racing uh, good yet pe- to go. And, and they're good people. If, if you are listening and you're up that way, make sure you get up to mid-Michigan and watch that race. Again, that's uh, Saturday, February 3rd that that has been rescheduled for. Yep. Facebook page, Mid-Michigan Raceway Park. Look last, them up. last I checked, they still hadn't updated their event on Facebook. Yeah, for, they're a little slow with that. Event, but. So don't be confused. Uh, Waynesfield Raceway Park has uh, just posted their full 2018 race schedule at uh, Waynesfield Motorsports Park. Dot com. Their season opener will be Saturday, April 21st. If you're not familiar with Waynesfield, just a little bit south of Lima. Isn't it more east of Lima? East, yep. Okay. So, yeah, not too far away. I have not been there myself, but uh, I've heard good things about it. That was Fun my, track. Yeah. It really is. Have you raced there? Yes. Really? Most of them in the whole wide world. Okay. I, I, I understand. Over 100. Uh, Chili Bowl Nationals uh, wrapped up uh, this past weekend there in Tulsa, Oklahoma, with uh, Christopher Christopher Bell uh, earning his second consecutive uh, Chili Bowl Nationals title. Uh, he was uh, when he was interviewed afterwards. I guess he was disappointed because Kyle Larson had been uh, leading that most of the race, and he was chasing Kyle Larson, but Larson fell out with uh, uh, engine problems. I guess he blew his engine with like thirteen laps to go. Yeah, or something, that, so uh, was shaping up to be an exciting race. Did you uh, did you happen to catch any of the videos of Larson's uh, post race? I did not. Oh my goodness! The the, the day before, uh, uh, just donut after donut after donut. I and, did and, see and, that. And, okay, and, I did ending see that. in a wheel stand. Yeah, absolutely amazing. You should do that in his uh, cup car. Yeah, that'd be impressive. Yeah. Uh, reigning uh, World of Outlaws, the late model champ Brandon Shepard from uh, New Berlin, uh, Illinois won the Wild West shootout finale this past weekend at uh, Arizona Speedway. Wow, yawn. All right, then. Uh, In other news, uh, Toledo-based ARCA uh, has signed a three-year broadcast agreement with Fox Sports to uh, have them cover a minimum of eight ARCA racing events that will be televised on the uh, Fox Sports uh, properties. That being FS1, FS2, whatever. Yeah. Um, and that'll be happening for each of the next three seasons. So there'll be at least eight races uh, from each of the next three seasons. A very minimum. Of very eight. minimum. Yeah, there could be more. And uh, the very first one will be the uh, Lucas Oil 200 driven by General Tire. That will be on FS1 on February 10th from Daytona. It's not that far away, Scott. No, it's not. Uh, and finally, uh, the only other thing I have is uh, Danica Patrick. She's uh, always in the news, and not just because she's dating uh, what's Aaron Rodgers. Packers there, yeah. Uh, she's got uh, a sponsorship lined up with uh, her old friends at GoDaddy.com. 
They're going to sponsor her for the uh, Daytona 500 and the Indy 500 this year. That's her two-race farewell. Uh, that was just uh, released this morning, Those uh, that information, but no details yet on an actual team that she's going to be racing for or with, but at least she has the sponsorship backing now. And, and I told you that she has confirmed that she is dating Aaron Rodgers. It's yeah. not just speculation anymore. That's like Entertainment Tonight stuff. I don't care about that. It's, so no, it's cool, Scott. Why is it cool? Because Aaron Rodgers is probably sponsoring our cars. Do you have any idea how much he makes? Shouldn't it be a discount double check for Danica then? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Um, yeah. So that's uh, that's uh, pretty much all I got. Fun night tonight, Scott. Yeah. Uh, next week on the show, we're going to talk to uh, Webb Dillard uh, uh, about the Australian Nationals USA invasion there going on. Uh, uh, it went on this past weekend, and then it's uh, right. wrapping up. Uh, there's there's five Americans there, um, and I forgot my notes. John Deere was, uh, said he was in an area with bad location. I saw him uh, comment on our Facebook Live here a little while ago. Very good. So he's down there in Australia. Bad location. He was probably having morning tea on Alan Blake's front, uh, back porch. That's right. It is in the morning there. Yes, it is. So, uh, yeah, we'll get a full uh, report of uh, everything that went on down under uh, next week on the show, that's next Thursday. And then uh, two weeks from tonight, I don't know if you know this, if you read your message for me, but uh, we're going to have Stephen Pocock of the uh, uh, the new owner-promoter of the Ohio Sprint Car Series on the show. And I'm going to try and get uh, former, um, I think he's a Lima Land track champion, uh, Millstream track champion. Not sure if he has, he might have track championships elsewhere, Fremont and Attica. I'm not sure. Greg Litton. Oh, very good. So let's see if I we, he's a little camera shy, but I'm I'm trying to coax him uh, to get on the show. Uh, we we don't so, bite. No, so that uh, that's coming up. Uh, Stephen Pocock will be in the studio here coming up in uh, two weeks. So I'll get some uh, good stuff on the way. I think that um, that sprint car series uh, deserves some some press, and uh, he also runs a, a Martinville uh, go kart track or something that's over in Adam right. too. So we can talk to him about that too. Very good. Cool. So, again, join us next week, Thursday night, 7 o'clock, here uh, on uh, our Facebook Live. You can uh, catch uh, rebroadcasts on the iHeart Radio app. Download it for free, and then uh, just search for Hammer Down Racing Report. Click on Follow. It'll, you'll get updates about three days after it's actually uh, on there. But uh, yeah, uh, check, it, check it out Friday even morning. Even if you and, don't remember Hammer Down Racing Report, just type in racing and... you'll get three or four options and you'll find us and once again don't forget to give ron a call ron miller race cars 734-856-7223 complete race car service bodies welding parts safety equipment safety equipment i always forget the safety equipment don't it's a big deal it is a big deal and uh and definitely uh very very uh uh, competitive prices. We've been doing this a long time. We know what to what we're what we're up to. And personal service. That's it. So, give them a call if you want to be a sponsor of uh, the Hammer Down Racing Report. Uh, I've actually, and I know this may surprise some people, we've actually gotten some interest. I've been talking to, we work in a couple leads, so you might want to get cool. in before we get all booked up because I'm, and I'm if, sure that's going to happen. And if you can't get a hold of Mister Hammer, you can always call Ron Miller Race Cars. There you go. Or uh, email me, scotthammer at iheartmedia.com. Or uh, send me a message on, on our Facebook page. Either way. Whatever. It doesn't a matter. A plethora of options. There are. It's, uh, it's, it's, uh, the modern world is crazy. So. 
It's going to do it for this edition of the Hammer Down Racing Report. Again, we'll be back next Thursday night. Thanks for listening, folks. Yep. See you then. You have been listening to the Hammer Down Racing Report from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio. Listen on demand on iHeartRadio. Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato and this is Pit Pass F1, a brand new podcast that'll take you closer to the action of the world's most prestigious motorsport. From Monaco to Miami and Australia to Azerbaijan, Pit Pass F1 is on the ground and has you covered. Esteemed F1 journalists Julianne Serasoli and Chris Medland will take you inside the sport every round. They'll keep you up to date with the latest news breaking in Formula One and the most influential views shaping the world of Grand Prix racing. Every Friday, we'll be bringing you a track guide and race preview, and Chris and Drew will be in your feed every morning from Saturday through to Monday to keep you up to date on all the day's action on and off the track. So if you want to be in the know on the latest in Formula One, subscribe wherever you get your favourite podcasts and visit us at evergreenpodcasts.com. Pit Pass F1, a brand new show for Evergreen Podcasts.